Hello Internet Dwellers and welcome to episode 7 of Super Happy Fun Time. This episode, uh, well first off let me just say uh, hopefully happy Thanksgiving to all those that do celebrate Thanksgiving and if you didn't, how you doing? You doing good? Having a, having a good good day? That's nice. So uh, we recorded today's episode at the end um, very late at night, actually, for that matter. Probably the latest we've ever recorded. Actually, I know for a fact it is the latest we've ever recorded one of these, uh, any podcast for that matter. So it's 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 got a little bit of the late night rambling in spots and uh, some very some 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 interruptions. Not interruptions, not in the bad way, but some some long silences <laughs> as as we discuss and we think about what we want to talk about. Uh, also, for whatever reason, it seems to be uh, more of a visual end of the podcast. We we keep uh, we keep like finding pictures while we were talking talking and commenting on them as if you could see them i i don't i don't know why uh, hopefully we'll <laughs> I'll, I'll throw some of those in on the website if you want to actually see what the photos we were looking at and pointing out were uh, especially the bond graft and uh, some other things like that so but we um today's episode uh, kind of follows two different uh, themes first one was we kind of do an update on star wars some of the stuff that's come out since we've recorded the previous episode and then we also go into talking about skyfall and bond and the, the pretty much the last three quarters i think or at least the last half are dedicated to skyfall and bond so and we, we try not to give much spoilers so if you haven't seen the movies you're not don't worry you're not going to be spoiled on it but if you have hopefully you know you should still easily be able to understand what we're talking about uh, just trying to keep it to a limit just because i don't want to ruin it for anybody but uh anyways uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode and um we actually like i said we recorded this at the very late at night at the end of our uh, group of friends thanksgiving a lot of turkey in our system a lot of food in our system it just yeah we were tired and <laughs> we still did it and it still came out okay so hopefully you enjoyed today's episode uh, as much as we enjoyed recording it and you listened to it multiple times so have fun bye-bye go listen bye-bye That's actually coming up really well. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah, awesome. you like that, Jeff? I love the waves on that one there, sir. Sexy. It's very sexy. Okay, well. Good morning. Good morning. It's not morning, morning. yet. It is. Shut your mouth. It's Jeff. 11. minutes until it's the morning. It's 11.45. Shut your mouth. It is morning somewhere. It's 15 minutes it to morning. It morning now. Okay, so it should be morning now. So, Good morning. Good morning. Folks, listening to episode seven, I am Jeff. Hello, Colin. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing, Colin? I'm doing all right. That's pretty good. All right. Pretty good. For those who don't know, which is everyone, we just had our Friends Thanksgiving. Our Friends Thanksgiving is our sixth Friends Thanksgiving. Sixth happy, Friends Thanksgiving. Happy Friends Thanksgiving. Oh, well, speaking of which, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy post Thanksgiving. You, yeah. Hopefully, everybody had a Whenever lot of turkey. Whenever this gets posted, yes. yes. Yes, it will be posted. Well, obviously, it's After not going to be posted before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving was multiple days ago. Unless we're recording this in the future, Ooh, which is that would still be tripping balls. <laughs> so it would be post Thanksgiving. It would be, be post. It would still be post Thanksgiving. So, having said that, <laughs> um, I didn't think that one through. No, you did not. It's okay though. It, I'll, I'll forgive you. I'm also running on how many hours of sleep. This is true. So we are. It, it is. It's not late. Late. It's 11:45 at night. It's the latest we've recorded a super happy fun time. 
in the history of the show, all six episodes. Yes. <laughs> this is very late it's for all of us. Very I've been late. up <laughs> since <laughs> seven o'clock this morning, and it's just <laughs> <sighs> there's multiple people here currently. Uh, not as much as what were here earlier. Uh, we should just go around the room and say hello to everybody. Dan, hi. Mm. Dan's sleeping, drinking. I'm not sleeping and drinking. Could be both. That'd be dangerous. <laughs> that would legal. be dangerous. Don't, don't sleep and drive. There's a legal limit to sleep and drink at the same time. <laughs> yes. Is it 0.08 like everything else? It probably would be 0.08. It'd probably be 0.08. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're 0.08, you probably will start wanting to sleep. So. Fair enough. And hello, Lindsay. Hello. Lindsay's watching things on her phone. Hi, Kim. Hi. The tomato looks like a butt. <laughs> Kim's in the distance. Kim's in the distance playing games. So we are... Kim's in the distance playing Civ. Civ 4, if I think correctly. Five. Civ 5. Because V means 5, Jeff. V does mean 5. Civ, Civ V math. is what she's playing currently. Use math. I don't like using math. Math is math. too complicated and difficult. That's why I'm an art major. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, as what you could tell from our drawings from earlier in the evening... Which are fantastic, by the they way. Were, there should be like links to that just we, to show. Well, some of them are kind of inappropriate <laughs> now that I think about it. I don't see. Pretty sure there's put some maybe like the past stuff. From numerous the giant penises this 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 time around <gasps> so for whatever reason. So, so many, so many. Don't know why. We, we, we and cats. Yes, when, penises <laughs> and cats. When we get together, what is wrong <laughs> with all of you? <laughs> I don't understand. When we get together, we like to. Play. I love pussy. <laughs> I love pussy cats. When we get together, we like to play. When we get together, we like to play a game called Teledraw, which is basically like the old-fashioned game telephone, where you'd whisper something into this person's ear and see how much it changes by the time it gets to the end. Except it alternates back and forth between writing down a phrase and drawing a picture, and you circle it around your group of friends. We have some very interesting, we have like best of pictures that are currently hanging on Dan and Kim's fridge, which by the way, we're recording this in a special episode at Nan and Kim's house. This is in a different location. Woo, different location. On location? We are, we are on location. Um, I know. But, so there's a handful of good ones that Um, Dan and Kim have kept on there. One of which is mine. Superman zombie. Right. Um, Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. (laughs) Which is just a robber with, yeah, Parks and Rec. (laughs) What is that, Yoda shooting a Jesus? That's not me. (laughs) Oh, it's Harry Potter telling Yoda to shoot. (laughs) We're going through some of the old ones. This makes amazing podcast material for anybody who's listening to this right now. Santa, reindeer, and a homie. (laughs) Yeah. Homie. And a hobo. Hobo. This is homie. So. And. Jesus. Tap dancing. Tap dancing Jesus? Tap dancing Jesus. We'll go with that. Yeah. Where's the, All right. So anyways, we will go back to the podcast side of this show. Shut your mouth. Where people who can't visually see it. <laughs> 
All right, I'll just cut all that out. Anyways, so... Uh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of Bottom of the Barrel. No, it's not it. Bottom of the Barrel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so what we had discussed... Um, um, let's do this. Shut up. Let us do this podcast. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just shut it. This is going to be the one that people are going to stop listening to when we actually have people shut who it. listen to the show. Shut it. Yeah, that's the trick. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> shut, so, shut. No, I'm continuing shut, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Go. Good morning, Colin. Good morning. Good morning, Jeffrey. <laughs> so here on uh, the seventh episode, we wanted to uh, do some updates to what we were discussing before uh, Star Wars. There has been some updates to the Star Wars saga. A little bit. Yes. Some of it. Um, recently, um, since the last one, uh, there's been a lot of uh, directors coming forward saying, no, um, they don't want to do it, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of talk of that. And it's just, there's, I've read so many articles of, like, how many directors are like, no, no, we don't want to touch this. Like, it's the the, the fourth Indiana Jones film. I mean, <laughs> and that's basically what it is. Like, it's, this movie has become the King of the Crystal Skull. Like, nobody wants to <laughs> nobody touch wants it. Nobody wants to. It's just w- like, ah, Because they this. saw what happened with Indiana Jones. Yeah. We don't want to screw well, it up. It's just, well, that's the, the other reason why I think nobody wants to touch it is because it's kind of one of those franchises where it's it's been built up so much. Mm-hmm. And fans enjoy it so much that it's like if one thing goes out of place, the whole thing blows up and just everyone hates it. Right. No one really wants to be touching that ball of grief. Yep. Cause, well, and probably Pretty again, much. again, you look at like the prequels, and you saw you see how much slack the prequels That's get terrible. too. Terrible. That nobody is like nobody wants to be that director that comes in and does part seven and just tanks it. So yeah. I really kind of I'm I am kind of hoping that they get some very independent, brand new artists, and they just kind of are not artist director, and they just let them kind of do their own thing and go right. with it. Mark and- Webb. <laughs> um, no, I don't think Mark Webb is going to direct. <laughs> um, Spielberg said he'd say he said no. Right. Abrams said he didn't. Abrams is too busy with his own shit. Yeah. Favreau's, Favreau loves the movies, but doesn't no, really want to touch them. doesn't it. want to touch them. Um, Kevin Smith, I think he also no. said no. Brad Bird said no. Brad Bird. Well, it was funny with Brad Bird. Everybody's <laughs> thinking, like, are you working on the, the, the new Star Wars yep. film? Everybody says, like, it's 1952. Yep. He's like, he came out and he's like, no, I'm working on a science fiction <laughs> film. Called 1952. <laughs> There's yeah. no hidden title or anything. That's what the movie's gonna be called. We did talk about that too yeah, a little like, bit. But I mean, it, what, I could see why people. I could see why people thought that that could have been a possibility yeah. because obviously it was it was something so se- not secreted but kind of under wraps for a while yeah. prior to the announcement. You know, and it, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But I'm I'm kind of glad that that is now a separate film. It's not the same because I read what the supposed outline for that film is supposed to be, and it kind of sounds interesting. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do. I have not. One. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> But on the flip side of it, um, they have already announced the writer, and they're yep. already working on it. The guy who penned Toy Story 3 That's is right. actually um, penning the new episode 7. The new episode 7, which is cool, because, I mean... And the guy, the guy itself, actually seemed to have uh, seemed to have a lot of. Uh, we should probably get his name down. We should get his name, Colin. Keep talking. Um, 
I mean, there's like when you really when you think about it, it's like Toy Story three, and then there's one of those movies that kind of like tugged at your heartstrings a little bit, you know? And, right. And it's just it's something good. Like they did something good about it. And Michael Arndt. That was it. The Academy Award winning screenwriter for Little Miss Sunshine Ooh. and Toy Story 3. Both good films. So the dude knows how to write. Yeah. Granted, neither of those films are level or the type of film that a Star Wars film actually is. So it's <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda hard to well, judge as what far he as will like do. Comedy and stuff, you can probably write about that. But they seem to have a good balance of like the drama and the comedy. So I yeah. mean they, I mean if that it, which the Star Wars film seems to kind of or they don't they're more they're more drama than comedy but I yeah. mean the guy obviously it has well, an establishment yeah. for it it's it's the main focus is, seems to be the characters anyways and it just happens to be in the sci-fi universe yep. so hopefully he can actually do something decent with the stories that Lucas has given him it'll be good also I believe two other writers were also approached just recently I have, did not catch their names but this is just recent. Yeah, three writers now. Three writers? It's three writers now uh, working on penning the screenplay. (laughs) As we're looking it up online now. Looking at all the information. (laughs) So anyways, um, so yeah, so Star Wars. Hopefully uh, hopefully these are definitely going to be... you know, it sounds like they're they're kind of going the correct way uh, for, with the film. It's 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 nice that they're at least trying to get people on board. That ah, that was the other thing. Yeah, um, they've already got people pending uh, episodes eight and nine already, which, which is good because I mean, it at least they're not. At least they're yeah. they're they're not you know they are planning for the future ones because you know it's it's if anything like that if if it does in fact become successful they're gonna want to have the next two going into production as right. soon as possible because they don't want to stretch them out forever they want them to kind of get them out and no. going no so it's it's nice though that they are. Uh, that they, they do they do have other people for those other films going on uh, and they were talking about the rumor right now is that uh, uh actually the guy who wrote who helped work on Empire Return of the Jedi and Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, Lawrence Kasdan yes. and, and uh, Simon Kinsberg the guy who wrote Sherlock Holmes and Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh, are the two writers oh. that they're pushing to yeah. kind of help work they at least get stuff going maybe not necessarily be the final screenwriters for the that next would be two good, but, but at least stuff going so that way they have well, that things are moving done. Yeah. things are moving yep and oh, I can say. And with uh, yeah, and I don't remember if we ever talked about this, but it's in the last time. But it sounds like the seven, eight, nine are going to be the big, huge tentpole films. Yeah, and then that uh, that they will in fact make the subsequent. Oh yeah, because they were saying they were making two to three films a year. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, you know, they'll start making other stories that aren't necessarily like I'm Star Wars so. episode this number, and then it, you know it, it'll be like. Like we said before, like a Boba Fett movie or Dark like Forces, Dark Forces the movie, or Dark you know Forces. Shadows of the Empire the movie, which I think a Dark Forces movie would be yeah, very very good. I Dan seems to agree with us on that one. I personally wanted Dark um, Forces because it'd be cool. Because it because see with the, like a film like with if they actually made Dark Forces into a movie and it followed what the the game's plot would be, it would be a very good idea to follow or to use because it would start 
in between the events of A New Hope. So you're already, the movie's taking place during an established timeline. Yep. You see how they get the the plans of the Death Star, but then it goes off into its own tangent that eventually leads to him, you know, you could do a whole, you could do like two or three films in the Dark Forces, like while, the games. While running on the Doom Engine. Yes. The entire movie would be shown in the, the Doom, in the Doom if Engine. someone could do that, <laughs> just make a film. Make a Star Wars film just using the Doom engine. <laughs> I would be very impressed. <laughs> no, not just like the new Doom engine, like the original, original Doom engine. Not even, not even the brand new, like like the Doom Three. But no, like the old no, not one. even that. Just, Ugh. just <laughs> piece together that to make a film. And make a film. Fantastic. So one other one other little side thing that uh, I know we were talking about in the last time, um, we made the comment about uh, Carrie Fisher being uh, how we didn't want <laughs> how we really didn't want Carrie Fisher to be in the next Star Wars. He'd be very cranky. <laughs> and, and, and like literally the day or two after we recorded the last episode, she announced that she would be completely game for coming back. Yeah. <laughs> for I'm like, really? And I'm like, oh, really, Carrie? Carrie Fisher, no, don't. Let's you can go. stay retired. It's okay. <sighs> Hansel, you know, like Harrison Ford coming back, that's fine. Well, he's going to feel about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. But it all depends upon the, the, obviously, the story, you know, and like Mark mm-hmm. Hamill coming Mark back. Hamill. Again, I'm if, if they come back, I, it, it needs to be cameos i don't want these guys to be the full-blown no. characters because that would be so terrible yeah because i don't think anybody wants to really no. see that to be honest no I, like you should start with a fresh batch of characters right throw them in as a cameo that's perfectly fine you know to connect the pre the the the, the, the episodes four five and six i'm okay with that yeah. you know be 30 years later after episode six I you mean, see the characters and it introduces us into a new batch of characters and then basically you're passing the baton off yeah you know, I'm okay. That's fine. Because that, yeah. then you have connective tissue between Perfect. all the you know the previous films and the new ones. Yeah. But don't make episode seven be entirely about Luke, Leia, and Han again because it just won't work. Now Harrison Ford was saying that he had no problem coming back, mm-hmm. but he wants Han Solo to die. They mm-hmm. he wants them to kill off Han Solo like he was supposed to be killed off in the end of Empire. Yeah. You know, like the original I idea. I can actually see that. Yeah, because which you know that's cool if they because I think I think the, if they if killed you're off, you're gonna Han, go out. Yeah, you gotta go out. big. You gotta go out big, and you know, and have him be doing something heroic. Don't have him, you know, pull a Boba Fett and go out like a punk. Have him go. Have him do no. something that no. actually his death is is meaningful to the yeah. plot. That'd be perfectly fine with me. Yeah, it's you know it's dramatic. It's that's almost that almost kind of reminds me of Samuel Jackson when he was talking about the, the episode three with George Lucas. It's just like I don't want to die like a punk. I yeah. want to be like an old man and stuff. Just just kill me off. If like if you're gonna kill me off, kill me off right. <laughs> like and when you think about it, it's like yeah, they kind of they kind of did it right. Right. As far as like yeah, getting electrocuted in the face and then thrown and out of thrown like miles out a window. Out a window. <laughs> His body was falling forever. <laughs> Which, by the way, now that I've actually, now that we've gotten brought up, um, episode two and three yep. are actually going to be shown within two weeks of each other. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Is, is, I mean, is it just the fact that it's like 
they release episode two just so we can get past of how terrible it is <laughs> and then move on to episode three. <laughs> I don't understand the logic of that. Like that just doesn't seem right to me. And this is like, and then one's going to get cheated as far as sales on the other film. Yeah. It's kind of a weird move. <laughs> I'm just that's that's all I have to really say on that it's just two was really bad yeah three was okay three was fine three got closer to the original series I'm actually not gonna be honest I'm actually gonna be kind of excited to see it in 3D especially with that opening sequence oh yeah it's 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 something almost meant for 3D for that I hate to say it now apparently there is some rumor though that uh uh, Billy D. Williams' character Lando is supposed he to come is. back. He is actually reprising his role, which I think is hilarious. But the thing is, Billy D. Williams really hasn't changed all that much in no, thirty he years. Hasn't. He's gotten a little He's bigger. Pretty much the same guy. Same guy. Like Harrison Ford has definitely aged. You know, again, Billy D. Williams has aged. It's been thirty years, yeah. but still, it's pretty much the same guy. And I like that he's he's still completely like. Billy he's Williams seems to be the one that's the most open to portraying Lando because yeah. he's on Robot Chicken all the time. He's doing always Lando. doing cameos. Yeah, from Robot Chicken. And it's, it's just it feels like it's beautiful. I think it'd be. I think that would be kind of cool to see yeah. um, him like see Lando come back again, even if it's it's not necessarily for the whole film. You know, or I don't know. Maybe even his character could work as being in like not a, not the main character in Episode Seven, but like a more predominant character in yeah. the entire in the entire one doing something. I don't even know what the hell he would be doing. He'd probably I be some know. sort of oh he well, he was a general in Return oh, yeah, of the Jedi, yeah. so maybe he's some high ranking officer at this point of the Rebel Alliance. Maybe he went back to Cloud City and fixed it up really <laughs> it's nice. T- it's not Cloud City. It's now Clear Sky City. Uh, he got rid of the clouds. He wanted to make no pollution and Jack, that uh, was hot, shut your yeah. hole. <laughs> He's anti-cloud. You know, it's a whole like racism against clouds. Jeff. Yes. That is the worst joke you've no, ever No, it's told not. Okay. There's one more that's worse than I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, but <laughs> this is that terrible. All right. Well, with that awesome note, we'll move on to the other thing that's happened. Um, Non-Star Wars related. Skyfall. Skyfall. Brand new Skyfall James Bond movie. Oh. Colin, your impressions of Skyfall. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant movie. Did you like it? I did like it. <laughs> I meant sense since well, you said I wouldn't, I wouldn't really necessarily <laughs> say brilliant, but um, it, it it was definitely a good movie. A lot of tying in with a lot of the older films. Yes, I did like like that. It was kind of like an homage to everything that is Bond, um, and that's what I liked about it. Um, it did. I did. I mean. For anybody, and, it, and it was subtle, and that's what I liked about it yes. too. It, was, it wasn't like we're just gonna slap you in all the face with all these Bond references, right? It wasn't Die Another Go. Day, basically. It was not Die Another Day, <laughs> where where they purposely put in references to the previous films, so that way it was it was basically just slapping you in the face, going, "Hey, look, we are referencing this Bond film, and hey, look, we're doing this Bond film, and we're doing like it was yeah. it was it was set up to be, you know, more subtle." Subtly, it, 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 in my opinion, it was better than Quantum of Solace. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Quantum of Solace kind of dragged a little bit. There was really nothing there. No, I mean, it continued kind of off of the of Casino Royale, yeah. but 
it kind of fell flat a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I still have only seen Quantum of Solace once, and that was in the theaters when I saw it when it first right. came out. I still never saw it, which is for for anybody who hasn't seen Skyfall yet. If you're going into the movie worrying whether or not you have to have seen Quantum of Solace, you don't. There's Really, you could literally not see Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I believe you could completely skip over that entire film because and you'll be fine. With it. None You're of the bad guys from that. Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale, are in this. I mean, one. like, if you wanted closure from the first film, yeah, right. Quantum of Solace, yeah, just which is the only reason why you would watch it. Yeah, because I mean, it's the same group of writers. The the, the, the duo of writers have been the same guys that have been writing since. Um, Actually, I, I'm wrong. Uh, world, the world is not enough. Was the first one that they wrote. Yeah. They wrote that one. Then they wrote uh, Die Another Day. And then they wrote Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and the Skyfall. And it's yeah. the last. This is the Skyfall was the last one that they've written, which is so weird because you see how different Casino Royale it's and such Forward is. A different is. film, especially. Um, this is the weirdest thing. Like the other day, um, Casino Royale was on Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. and that. This should not be like, sci-fi. This, this is. There's no <laughs> like a, anything that references science fiction at all in this movie. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. But I was watching it. First of all, Daniel Craig is so young in that movie. Yeah. He's completely. He doesn't even look like how he is now. Yeah. He does not look like that. <laughs> he does not look like he's, that at all in the first he's, film. He's got. What you mean? If you think about it, Skyfall came out what? Well, see, died in, what was that? 2004, 2005? Or sorry. Uh, Skyfall. Not just Skyfall. Casino Royale came out. Casino Royale, out. like. 2004, 2005? 2006. 2006. So, I mean, it's since six years since that first one yeah. came out. But still, I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely, well, I think he's aged just, a little I bit. I think they tried then. to make him look like the other Bonds, to well, be honest. Because the other Bonds were, I mean, they were older, I think. Because yeah. isn't he the youngest Bond to have started? Yeah. Or something like that. Like Pretty I mean, much. like because like Sean Connery was was up that was up there in age. He wasn't you know he wasn't old, but he was kind of already yeah, up there. You and know, Pierce Brosnan was already because I mean Pierce Brosnan had been around since the seventies as an actor, yeah. so he had been already established. And Roger Moore was established a bit before he became oh. Bond. And you know, it, like for whatever reason, like Daniel Craig was kind of this young guy thrown into the mix of it. Yeah, I mean, he was established. If- Amongst not so much the international crowd, but yeah, he was he was getting up there. But this movie kind of like pushed his career forward exactly even further than it already is. And yeah, he looks completely different than what he is now. It's like I don't know if he's gained weight as far as like <laughs> muscle. Well, I know they were saying that he does some ridiculous like muscle or not oh muscle like workout regime every day for like six months prior to and then during the entire Good course Lord. of the film to yeah. stay in shape. And hello, text message. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Hi, Colin. Um, hi, Jeff. Um, welcome to episode seven. Welcome um, to episode. Welcome seven. to episode double oh seven, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, Anyways, anyway. Good lord. Uh, so, what did you think? Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about so Skyfall. Many puns a I know. Film. I know. Um, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Let's talk about it. Um, um, well, like the first thing I, I just want to say, like Daniel Craig is very intense when that man runs in films. Yes. If you ever noticed that, he looks like he's about ready to like 
snap anyone's neck just by running. He's very he's, concentrated. He's also very still when it, it looks like he's like nothing very moving much. <laughs> like he's not actually well, he, running. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Is like when people run, you know, your mouth is open and stuff, and you're exhaling. Right. He doesn't look like he. His mouth is closed. It doesn't really look like he's doing that much. He's like he's not really working that hard, but he's going like ninety miles an hour. Exactly. What <laughs> the heck is going on? He's very concentrated. He knows. You know, it's like he knows he's got his target. And I almost wonder if that's. I wonder if that's like a like a like a conscious decision. That's that's how he feels Bond would run, or if that's just Daniel Craig running. I, I think that's just Daniel Craig running, and <laughs> that's scary. He to always me. looks like he's that concentrated terrifi- and is bitten to a lemon. Just looks terrifying to me because every time I see like the trailers and stuff, and him just running down. Yep. Uh, what is that? I think he was running down London, England, and he's just like pumping. He's just going away. It's like, good lord, that man is vicious. I almost feel like running like that would just be more like more tiring than if you just ran normally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. So. I mean, so then. Uh, what anyway. Is, yeah. Let's anyways, keep, let's keep random going. tangent. <laughs> this could probably even get cut out. Um. Anyway, what did you think about the villain? Good lord. Javier Bardem. Okay, first off, what is with Javier Bardem being really creepy villains? Second part, what is with Javier Bardem doing creepy villains and having the most ridiculous hairstyles <laughs> I know. and facial expressions to match that character <laughs> that pulls that character so far out? Because yeah, his hair in what? No Country for Old Men? No Country, no country for, old men. for Old Men. It looks like he looks like a page boy, essentially. Yep. And yet, he still creeps me out. Which is weird, because like if you Google photos of him, yeah. he's got a handful of photos. He looks completely different than he does in like any any film like he, he you know somewhat of an attractive man yeah he's he's a completely normal completely attractive. normal looking like hollywood actor is what he reminds it's like a normal yeah. kind of like actor fantastic but yeah you see him in no oh, country for men he is fucking creepy yeah it's and i think it's the hair you you're yeah. right it's the hair that does it because the, then just the subtlety of what he does too as far as the character goes i mean he doesn't I mean, okay, like, his character in No Country for Old Men doesn't really do much. No. As far as anything else. He will just walk around with no expression on his face. Right. And just start killing people with an air compressor and a giant silencer on a shotgun. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrifying. But then you get to him in Skyfall. And then Skyfall. you get him to him in Skyfall. He's it, very... He's complete opposite. The blonde hair... But the blonde hair was weird, just... and I and I don't know if that has to do with with his the character's backstory for why his hair is blonde. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't want to spoil yeah. the movie, but like, I guess if it's if it's what happened to him is what caused his hair to turn blonde. Maybe, like, maybe like it lost the pigmentation, like it killed the pigmentation yeah. or something. Like, yeah. I don't like. I don't know if that's yeah, supposed the, to be part the of whole, it. Yeah. By the way, the whole thing with the mouth yes. that creeped me out. Yes. To no end. Uh, I was kind of hope. I, I was a part of. I it thought was, it was. I thought he was just taking out dentures, and I was just like, Oh God, <laughs> what is dentures. that? <laughs> Not just dentures. Oh. 
Definitely oh. not just dentures. But like, I wonder. Like, a part of me is almost wondering. I not a part of me is wondering. Like, I was, I was, I was wondering if they were gonna use that more so into the plot of the film yeah. as it went along. And I was kind of, I was actually kind of disappointed that they didn't. Like that yeah. was just kind of a one-time deal. Just to, but I mean, kind it, of let it go, but it also added to the, the whole feeling. It kind of went back to the montage of the old Bond film. Right. That, like the villain has some kind of deformity yep. that makes him kind of creepy. Yep. And makes him a good villain. It kind of reminded me of like Jaws, like the like the yeah. not the shark, the character Jaws yeah. from the yeah. old films. They really should have came up with another name for that guy because yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, hey, it's Jaws." It was like, "No, <laughs> Jaws is a shark. <laughs> He's not a shark." People talking, about? <laughs> and that's it. It it felt like that. It felt like that was the type of character. And again, that's yeah, like you said, that's just one of those handful of of kind of subtle homages to the previous Bond films. The music in the movie sounded very much so like the old-fashioned Bond scores, which I know uh, Thomas Newman, who did the score, even made that comment that he was purposely trying to kind of harken back to a John Barry-esque style of movie score, which John Barry was the composer of. Like what, like a dozen Bond films right. over the years. It was a good so, call. Yeah. yeah, and like it was very much so. Like it, 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 it referenced that style of music. So yeah. it, it, that was another one of the subtle. And then the ending of the film, which we won't again, won't say everything that happens in the end of the film. But it's safe to say that the way that the movie ends it, yeah. In my opinion, they could stop making new Bond films. Yeah. And you could go back to Dr. No or From Russia with Love and it would kind of loop itself. Yeah. Like it would actually, it's come kind of full circle back right. into that style of Bond movies. Yeah. And you actually got to see the gun barrel thing. Did you? That's not giving anything away in yeah. the movie. But at the very end, yeah. the, he actually did the gun barrel opening. Yeah. And it's at the end of the movie, but it was actually him doing it, which yeah. was kind of cool to see that for yeah. the 50th anniversary. Because yeah. Skyfall is the 50th anniversary. But, but, by the way, it kind of made me laugh because mm-hmm. it says it's like, you know, Bond, they, they show the, like, the 50th anniversary of the logo. And yep. it says Bond will return. And we're all, I, I saw it with Lindsay, like, at a late night show. And we were both like, Bond's going to come back in 50 years. <laughs> we got to wait that long? I don't want to wait that Bond long. Film? I don't want to wait that long. I'll be dead. 50 years. 50 oh. Fifth, really? Fifty years for a Bond? Film? It better be a really good Bond film it if they've got fifty years to make it. But like, um, uh, I do like that they brought Q into it. Yes, that was my next point. Is um, I definitely like the new Q. Yes, um, he works with the film franchise. He definitely works. Okay, like, because I actually wanted to say something about Q. Because um, like in the past films. <sighs> I felt like they were like the modern day version of Clippy. Okay. Where it was just like, oh, hey, you're going on this espionage mission in Morocco. Yeah. Need some help? <laughs> oh, here, have this. May I suggest using the explosive cigarettes and the suitcase that can detect radioactivity? Yep. Like, it's just, it, <laughs> see you later. Bring Don't it back. break my stuff. Yep. And that's basically <laughs> all it is. But then, like, in the new Bond, it's just like, gun, radio, get the fuck out yep. of my museum. <laughs> 
that's how it is. And I love the joke, the joke he put into it. The like, what was it? What do you what, what do you expect? Like yeah. exploding pens. Like yeah. I love they're even making fun of a recent Bond film. They're making yeah. fun of Goldeneye. Yeah. Like I, I just, it's it's subtle. It's a subtle nod and wink to the previous Bond films in the <laughs> franchise that even if you don't, even if you hadn't seen it, for some reason, if you have not seen Goldeneye, yeah. for whatever reason, hopefully you, you, you have. I, I, I've not seen Goldeneye. You've not seen Goldeneye? I have not seen Goldeneye. As Did much you ever as, play the game? Yeah, a little bit. Oh my God. I've never seen Goldeneye. I, I'm it's, just like, I don't know. I'm just running around with two different guns. <laughs> this is amazing. In, in Goldeneye... If there's if there's any other satellite and lasers, I don't know. Right. I mean, it's still very much so over the top because it was it was it was the first Pierce Brosnan film. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be the third Timothy Dalton film, which they make a reference to something in Skyfall. Um, But it was supposed to be the it was supposed to be the third Timothy Dalton film, but then they got delayed. So then Pierce Brosnan took it over, (laughs) and uh, it you know it's yeah it's still cheesy, it's still stupid, it's still over the top. But it still was a it was the next step in the evolution of Bond. Yeah, it took Bond in a kind of a slightly different direction because Timothy Dalton's Bond started getting really dark. So it was kind of the next step. And then obviously it just went way overboard by the time it hit Die Another Day. But um, it was it's it's one of the things that happens in Goldeneye is that. um, Oh, what is it? Alan um, Rickman. Not Alan Rickman. Though Alan, Alan Rickman, Rickman. Alan Rickman being in a Bond film would be an excellent villain. Uh, no, um, oh, I can't think of I would guy. definitely he... like to see Alan Rickman as the villain <laughs> in the next Bond film, if that's even possible. Um, if we probably could start a partition right now online do it. and get something we can going. We get Javier Bardem to be a villain true. in Bond films. I, I'm pretty sure we can do... I'm pretty sure Alan Rickman would be up for it. So Alan Cumming was in the movie, and there's a he his his or little that guy or that guy not at all Alan Rickman. Oh, by the way, like Judy Dench in that film, it's hilarious that she's been M all this time. Oh, I know. Yeah, because Goldeneye was the first one that she was she M was in. The first one, yep. and I like that they continue from. Casino Royale. They just continued on with her. Yep. Like, no explanation whatsoever. Yep. It's like, are we supposed to be having a new app? This no, rebooted. No. When did this reboot? Was she? So like, wait. No. We're just gonna keep her in. <laughs> this no, is the fine. existing app. No, no, no. We're just gonna run with it. It'll be fine. I'm like, why? Why? I remember watching Casino Royale. It's just like, why is she still in this film? Isn't this a reboot? <laughs> it was. It was a little weird considering she was the only character, only actress. That came over from the previous Bond films. Everybody else rebooted and started over. It wasn't, you know, new casting for everyone or they got rid of parts. But yeah, for whatever reason, she was the one that stayed. Now, Martin Campbell, who directed Goldeneye, did direct Casino Royale, too. So, I mean, there's the same director. That that makes sense. But it's the same director and it's the same actors playing M. But that is it. But I do agree. That was kind of weird that she... She tagged on into it's, that. It's the just a kind of a weird nod. It's just like, <clears throat> hey, guys. Remember, I'm still in this, too. Yeah. But, like, and I like what they do with her character in Skyfall. Um, it. Yeah, I don't want to go into it. Um, <laughs> well, I'll go. I'll go into it a little bit, but not being spoilers. I, I just, saw it coming. Yeah. Halfway through, I saw it coming. Um. Because she's well, more I involved. In, well, I wasn't going to say that. 
well, yeah, if you've seen the film, you'll know what we're talking right. about. But um, I just like the fact that it kind of like brings up the kind of the evolution of the first double O. Right. And just kind of um, Javier Dem's character is just kind of how his involvement kind of goes into it and kind of goes in, into M's past a little bit. Right. You never really get to see that in the other film. I like that M was more of a character in this one than mm-hmm. or more of like an like a fleshed out character than just another person, you know, just this well this is who Bond got his mission from and yeah. you only saw him in the first 10 minutes of the film and that was yeah. it. I like that she was more she was greatly involved in this film. Yeah all the way through and I do like that they bring up the they bring up like the the whole concept of the whole double O. Yeah. Like why what's the point of having a double O in today's society? Like I like yeah. that they brought that up. And uh, yeah. And that's that's well established in mm-hmm. you know like the reason here's the reason why it's important to have a double O cuz this movie the way it works it like I said it could easily have been the last yeah. Bond film. Like they like it was structuring it in a way where it could have been the final Bond film. Yeah. Dan is snoring. Dan is snoring. We're uh, recording it all, all on, on my microphone. Yep. So, it's true, but the microphone's really cool, high quality. Yeah. These are white noise. Yeah, Dan's my white noise. <laughs> Look. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyways. Well, I was also going to mention yes. um, Bond's psychological thought process in this movie right now is is really good as well. I mean, just kind of like what happens, we kind of see what happens to him in the film, mm-hmm. and he's kind of what I want to say, he's he's a, a little bit angry, a little bit with MI6, he's I don't know It's almost like I'm, he doesn't like What am job. I trying to say? What am I trying to say? The word, this word he a little untrustworthy. Right. I want to say with him. Of, of, of MI6? Of MI6. Just because it's just like, he's got a little bit of a grudge against Yeah, them. I mean, if you look at all the stuff that's happened in the last, in, in the three films, yeah. if you, like I said, if anything before Casino Royale doesn't count, because mm-hmm. it is a reboot. But I mean, yeah. if you look at the last three films, it's, it, it, he, MI6 really hasn't treated Bond all too well. No. Like, he was kind of almost forced to be a person that he did not want to be this whole time but uh sorry something that i've been waiting for hours for my laptop to do just did and it does the thing is it doesn't even matter now it's too late um yeah the episode finally downloaded thanksgiving everybody (sighs) started downloading this or acquiring that thing about seven hours ago and finally just finished Anyways, um, but no, it it does seem like that. It seems like he was he's been kind of forced into being a person he doesn't want to be, and but he knows what he's you know he he knows he's good at what he does, and now just accepts it. That, yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. That is who he is, and he just yeah. he does it. There's no going back at this point. Yeah. But I do agree with that. And there seem to be on a side note, there seem to be a lot of Bond girls in this movie. There's Dude. a lot of women in this movie. Dude. Like, do well, do. It's it's Two. it's Eve. Two. It's the black lady. It is uh, Severine, but also in the beginning, Bond is with a woman. Oh yeah, in his hideout for a little while. 
Um, there's I don't count that one. See, but really people one. are apparently they're it's counting like, her as a Bond, it's a Bond girl. girl. It's not because a it's Bond a girl, girl that's near Bond at some point apparently, and that counts. <laughs> so that means every other person passing him on the street, prostitute, Bond girls. Pro- <laughs> it's like pro- my mind goes prostitute, <laughs> like Bond girl, prostitute. Okay, really, so <laughs> I wouldn't really say prostitute, but you know, there's some correlation between Bond girls and prostitutes. Well, there is actually a correlation between um, Bond girls and deaths, though. Oh, that um, is true. A lot of Bond is, girls. This tend is the thing that I've kind of put together, and this is kind of an inappropriate kind of thing. Oh, every every girl that Bond has sex with, yep, usually ends up dying in the end, which is funny because I don't. Which, which is really kind of funny. It was just like, I'm thinking, it's like, does he have like a cursed penis <laughs> yeah. or something? I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure it's fine and fun and happy, but. Yeah, but then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, you're dead now. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, it's true, because he never, uh, he never, uh, he never does it with Eve, well, and she you, survives to the end. When you think about it, it's like, you don't have to worry about, you know, that whole relationship or attachment or anything like that. So it's a curse for the, the girls. But it's a plus for him. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Basically? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Vesper was kind of like that one of the first person that was kind of close to his heart. And That's then, true. And then she died. That's true. Spoilers if you haven't seen Casino <laughs> Royale, which hopefully in the last six years. come out in six had. years ago. You should probably, well, knowing the track record of any Bond film, as I just explained. Yes. Somebody dies. Somebody ends up dying. <laughs> uh, another uh, awesome kind of uh, addition that I, I that I again the movie actually had a few surprises in it that I did not expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say I can say this right off the bat. After you've seen the movie, the if you've heard the Adele theme song, the the, the Bond opening song to yeah. Skyfall. After you've watched the movie, the lyrics to that song actually make a hell of a lot more sense yeah um because like i never understood what skyfall meant i didn't get what skyfall I meant. It was like a mission yeah. or something like that or like a code name for if something happened like this yeah. is where you have to do something when they yeah, say skyfall I, was, I just remember like looking on the internet was like all of the all the possible things that it could have been and, right. and then you see the movie was like oh that's oh, what that is that's not exactly not at all what really? i expected not at all what I expected. Yeah. Even, even, um... But it also kind of delves into Bond's past a little bit. Which was which cool. Which is actually really nice to which see. Which is good for, like, a reboot backstory to the character. Because yeah. you never, you never see any of that stuff in any of the other books, and any of the is, movies. This is why I like this film, because, like, things are starting to get flushed out. And right. it's just like, oh, that makes sense now. Exactly. And it's like, and now James Bond is becoming more of a character. And he's not just, here's... This person. Right. He's more... Let's put him in situation B. Right. With villain number A. Right, exactly. And... Yes. He, he's villain he's, number A. That's a very complicated name. They're just running out of names yeah. at this point for characters. It, it, yeah, it, he's he's becoming more three dimensional. He's not just oh, he's this super amazing, you know, perfect Let's spy. Fit her that. with Bond girl. Number double C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If it's Bond. He probably would have taken the double D first, but that's just me. Anyways, 
That's a that's two terrible jokes. <laughs> One episode, two terrible jokes. I have, I have, I have ruined Jeffrey. Star Wars and Bond Jeffrey. at this point. In all fairness, it's twelve thirty at night. It is. Little tired. Little tired, but. Um, we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up quickly because Dan's snoring is actually getting louder in the it's, background. It's getting louder. It's kind of getting annoying. <laughs> You're going to listen to it. Listen to it. That was it. So <laughs> I know he's going to kill us. It'd be great. Don't worry. Um, yes. Yeah, so, but like the one other, the last thing that I did, like, I, cause I don't really want to go into too much about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff I do like about Skyfall. I do want to see it again. Um, but I did like, uh, uh, Ralph Fiennes character. How do you pronounce his name, Fiends? No, Fines. Fines? Fines. Voldemort from Harry Potter franchise. That guy. Basically, that guy. No nose. Uh, no nose. <laughs> no nose, bald guy, no, evil no, bad no. guy, British guy. Um, he, mm. him. Uh, Garneth Mallory, I yes. think. Yes. Or he who shall Gennif. not be named. We could just do that. Or, yeah. <laughs> Voldemort? Voldemort. <laughs> oh, no. Voldemort's heading up MI6. What a dastardly plan. Hades from... <laughs> It's <laughs> true you could go there. Yeah, Hades from <laughs> Class of the Titans. <laughs> but I like I liked his part in the film and yeah. I, and I didn't actually I I mean I didn't I mean I kind of I wasn't like trying to be spoiler free for Skyfall or anything like that, but I really did not know he was in this movie until he the opening the credits. La- he was actually in the last movie. He was Was in, he in the last movie? He was one? in Quantum of Solace. See? He was barely in it. See, for... and I'm already forgetting that. Because again, I need to watch Quantum he's, of Solace again. He, he's it's a very short movie when you think about it. Yeah, it's true. Um Yeah. And they've already spoiled it on IMDB. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, holy crap. Yes, they did. Yeah. Wow. What a spoil. Okay, so if you don't know what the ending of the movie is, it's not really a twist ending, but well, it could be kind, kind of a of, twist. It's kind of well, like that whole ending sequence I thought was a nice nod to everything. Yes. This is like the office building and how everything was set up. Yeah. Bond was walking through. It was just like <laughs> the only thing he didn't do was we're throw going his hat. back. Yeah. We're going back to the old. The and, old time. And that's what I was kind of meaning about how you could stop after this and just watch Dr. No or From Russia with Love and it would feel like the movie completely is wrapped, you know, the series is wrapped well, in Well, it'd be itself. kind of weird. It's just like, why are the cards so old? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I don't know because because uh, the, the car came back. The, yeah. um, the car did Oh, come my back. goodness. The Aston, am, Martin. Aston Martin came back. And it's I like Aston Martin in every movie. But, but, the, like, the but that Aston Martin, the original one Beautiful. that's only been in like five of the Bond films. Yeah. And I do like that even it, it has it still has the ejector seat button yep. on it that they make a joke about. Yeah. It has the guns that open, like the the, the yeah. lights that pop down and it fires out the light. Like it has everything that the original yeah. one did. Which and then where he gets it looks an awful lot like the place where you see it in Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one of those things where you're you're questioning with like Judy Dench staying on his M from the Pierce Brosnan yeah. Bond films going into the, you know, the reboots. The question is, is, is there a different, you know, are they specifically stating that there is just, there's a different person who takes on the yeah. persona of James Bond, yeah. you know, every so many years or actually is there, or is this all supposed to be a single bond? Yeah. Because with them having the Aston Martin with the ejector seat in it and the, the you know, they're obviously, 
pointing out like they're making reference to the fact that this is the Aston Martin from the old Bond films. So has it just been in storage all these years? Like what, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to make it be continuity or is it strictly just, are we just looking, am I looking into it too many and they're just being like, Hey, look, it's a little nod to the, I think to it's the originals. just being a little bit of a nod. So they're, cause I mean, cause it wouldn't make sense with, with, with them going to where they go yeah. in this movie. It wouldn't make sense for, I guess, to be a different bond every so many yeah. years. So, which is, it's kind of confusing. If a person who doesn't know bond, yeah. you might be a little confused or who knows them, but doesn't know what they're, what they're trying to do or what they're going yeah. for. It's, it's a little confusing. It's a little hard to follow what they're doing, yeah. but, but yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, um, if you haven't seen this new movie, at least do not any bond or film, any bond what's film wrong with you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? And two, Sorry. don't way to go. Kim, Kim has not seen, Bond. we need to, we should sit down and go through each of the bond films. And watch the new get ones, your review anyway. of of oh. every Bond film. Okay. That'd be kind of interesting. Oh, okay, so you, okay. you've seen the more recent ones. Yeah. yeah. So we need to go through, we should go through all the Bond films. Um, That'd be interesting to do. But yeah, I used to, <laughs> I used, um, I especially like used to watch Spike. TV mm-hmm. actually I, um, had a lot of the Bond films and we just watch them and with my brother and I, we would just laugh because <laughs> of how ridiculous um, Moonraker um, oh god Moonraker's so <laughs> Moonraker you only live twice Moonraker's so um, bad because they were trying Russia to go with Star love. Wars see from it, Russia with Love is better yeah. if you watch them in order and you watch Doctor No Doctor No, everyone likes Doctor No, but when you watch From Russia with Love, at yeah. least it follows the structure yeah. <laughs> of the Bond films. But oh god, they're also um, still one of the so other ones. Weird. Live and Let Die. Uh, Live and Let Die is an odd one. Yeah, because very that's, odd. That's yeah, because that's the one where they end up going it's like in the Bayou yes. or something like that. No, it's just like just voodoo priests and stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, because that's yeah, because that was that was Roger Moore's. Uh, I do believe that was Roger Moore's first one that he did. Yeah, and that's the one. With um, uh, Baron Samedi, yes. Uh, which again, for anybody who's played the Goldeneye game, knows he was one of the playable characters in there. Is the guy with the top hat, yeah. crazy makeup, half white, half black face. Um, yeah, yeah. That see, and that's. I mean, you're you're talking 1973 for that Bond film, yeah. so you're talking a long time ago for it. But still, it's it's a completely it's a completely different bond if you only seen the new ones and that's what you know of bond and you you don't like older films you're probably not going to enjoy the older ones yeah. see i mean i was kind of raised on the bond films <laughs> so i i was raised growing up watching them you know, to a degree, maybe not 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 every single one of them. Right. It took me years to see the George Lazenby one, the one Bond film yeah. that he did. But I mean, still, it was it was something that it, it has to grow. You have to you have to accept this as this is not the current day Bond. This is a this is an era of Bond. You know, it's the the Sean Connery yeah. ones is the '60s Bond that was a very different Bond than the Roger Moore '70s and Bond. It keeps moving from generation yep, to generation. Exactly. Roger Moore is the one that I think has been around the longest because I think he was in seven Bond films because yeah. he was in it from the early '70s through to the mid '80s when Good Timothy Lord. Dalton took over. Yeah. Um. Actually, there's there's something I. The thing is that we're going through all the Bond films. There's yes. actually, um, there's kind of a joke online. There's a meme, or not really a meme, but there, there's an an article kind of floating around. It's got a chart. 
okay. of all the Bonds that have, all the people who have played Bond over the years. Okay. And they've totaled up um, how many women they slept with. Okay. How many um, people they've killed and how much alcohol <laughs> throughout all three films. Yeah. Yes, yeah, this you one. See it. Yep. And from all of this, yeah, Daniel Craig has consumed the most <laughs> alcohol out of everybody. Yes, a lot of alcohol, actually, considering. And yeah, for. Like, Roger Moore has barely had any. Yeah. But, and, and but he's got most killed. No. Pierce no, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan has most killed. Apparently, Pierce Brosnan just killed everybody he came across. <laughs> Here's the other thing, though. It's like, Daniel Craig barely has any kills. It's like, he took out an embassy. Does that count? <laughs> they, so it must be a mic. But he's also just getting started. Right. You also got to think about that, too. And that graph doesn't include Skyfall. That does not include Skyfall. So, I mean, it, it only is including two films. Because and- when you think about it, when you see Skyfall... That number should be a lot. Yeah, he's going to be closer to Pierce Brosnan now, I'd have to say. Which is weird to think that, like, that, you know, like, Sean Connery hasn't, didn't really kill that many people. It looks like he killed, what, maybe, like, nine people. Yeah. And then, like, Roger Moore, only eight. And then George Lazenby really only killed six. (laughs) You know, which is crazy, because he was one movie and he killed six people. Yeah. (laughs) So, basically, George Lazenby was just killing everybody he came across in that film. (laughs) And then Timothy Dalton, which was the darker, the two darkest Bond films you know, and they're darker than anything that's being done now. Because I mean, right. it was the 80s. I, I swear those movies were close to being like an R rating. Yeah. Because they were vi- like some of them were violent. There's a dude that gets he gets blown up inside a pressure container. Mm. Like he explodes inside a pressure container. Like you see it. It's not pleasant at all, Kim. <laughs> but like he only had like five people that apparently like according to the graph. Five and a quarter people that he killed. Five and a quarter. <laughs> so he must have killed a midget or or something. Or I don't really know how that works. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's 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 weird to think that <laughs> apparently all Daniel Craig does is drink. <laughs> he well, drinks and he kills people. He doesn't well, have sex. He doesn't do anything else. In the new movie, in the new movie, that kind of makes sense, right? Was, well, in the past ones, when I was watching, like, Casino Royale, like, every other scene, he's at a bar. Yeah. Or he's gambling. Yep. Like, yep. It's like, what? What, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do in your free time besides drink? Oh, so that's actually an average per film. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's an average per film. That's an average per film. So Pierce Brosnan averaged 19 kills per film that he was in. Not total. That makes more sense. So that's okay. why the MSC thing didn't. Yeah. Isn't really taken into account. That's a yeah. per film average. So that so so Daniel Craig basically is an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic in every basically movie. This one, the showing. <laughs> every every film he averages five drinks <laughs> and one woman <laughs> a movie. Well, so, that that actually kind of makes sense. So okay, so then that that does make a lot more sense. That graph does. So but still, that's ridiculous. So basically, Pierce Brosnan. That's all that man was doing was just killing people he, he, he barely much. had a drink he was killing people and he had sex a couple times per film i can just see him like driving around just <laughs> shooting a gun going what what's going on that bird was in my way <laughs> so was that mime <laughs> so was that traffic cop <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Just cuts. What? <laughs> While he's having a conversation with a Bond what? girl in the passenger seat. What's that? <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm just shooting everybody I come I across. I can't hear you over the, the sound <laughs> of the, the rifle. Of the rifle firing. Here, reload this. I need another one. The, and the starts PBK firing that one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear over the, the, the tiny gun that's, that I have. That's how he makes his left turns. He just starts firing at people. <laughs> All right. I'm, I was close. I didn't think I was gonna make that turn. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just shooting for the hell of it. <laughs> and that's the cold open. <laughs> it's not even the post credit. Just make that a movie and just cut. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Title sequence. It'd be something that'd be on college humor at this point. I'd have to say. Oh, good lord! But. No, I mean, it was Skyfall was definitely a good movie, and and they're they've already as in as usual because they're trying to get back onto the schedule of a new Bond film every two to three years. Yes, which because MGM lost money. Yes, and because I mean there was a huge gap and between Quantum of Solace and this one. Somehow found money. Yeah, I don't know. I I would like to know. I mean, I know Warner Brothers now basically owns MGM. Yeah, more or less. So yeah. this is now more or less it's a Sony. Warner like Warner Brothers movie, yeah. but it still has the MGM name on yeah. the front of it. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. It was yeah. it was Warner Brothers going, okay, here's your money, stay open, make your Bond films because you know because they know you know that that movie the movie's making its yeah. money back. I mean, I know that it's it's been kind of competing with Twilight. <sighs> But it's because <laughs> like it's thank, bu- you, Kim. The, thank you, Kim. <laughs> the budget of the film, it's uh, according to IMDb, was sitting at about two hundred million dollars. That's actually a pretty good average for Skyfall, and it's sitting at one hundred and sixty million at the time. Yeah, of this, it's made that money. Which and that was the eighteenth of November, so I mean, it was open. That was only what a week. And what was his budget? Yeah, it's made. budget's two hundred million. It's pretty much. Yep, and that's that's U.S. It's made one hundred and sixty million dollars yeah. in the U.S. alone, mm-hmm. not worldwide, and it so, did ridiculously well overseas already. Yeah. So it's so, made its money back. Yeah, it's made its money back. You know, so it's it's definitely something that they, they are obviously in production for the next one, which oh, they yeah. were in production two pr- before more films this one. are already writing. Yeah. For. And, and yeah, which is actually, yeah, well, we talked about it last. I think we talked about. Did that. we talk about that? Or maybe not. It's going to be a two-parter. So oh, for the next it's one, it's split between the two movies. I think that might be actually interesting. It'd be see. it'd be cool to see that in a Bond film because with when it happened with Casino Royale, I mean, they kind of did. They kind of touched did, on it in some uh, of the other like, ones and, and Casino Royale, but yeah. It'd be cool to actually see a, a continuing story like that, and and the, like I said, the writers who who've done the last five Bond films have, are, are are stopping. They're done after Skyfall, hmm. so it's going to be fresh people, uh, fresh people writing the next Bond franchise. You know, and seeing how long they stick on. The writer, or like one of the writers from Skyfall, was at least sticking around. Were they going to stick around? Because I, I know one was going to stick around, which it might be. Different. I mean, I know that they're. I know that they're like a writing. Uh, duo or a writing yeah. like a writing partners but um, it still is what is that the 24th Bond film gosh how many yeah 24 that sounds about right uh, yeah yeah 24 um, so they don't even have a page for it yet oh no, no. Um, but they I do will. know it's, it's it's in the production but but yeah they're I, you know, I'm curious to see what they do with the, with the Bond films next and I will go see it again because I've seen every Bond movie in theaters since Die Another Day I really wish I had seen previous ones but 
I was I I liked Bond, but I was never that big of a Bond fan to see them in theaters prior, well, prior to Die Another when Day. When I heard they were going to do a new Bond, and then when I started seeing the trailers and stuff in the new Bond, yep. was, well, the first time, actually, when people were talking about Daniel Craig, I was like, Daniel Craig, he's blonde and blue eyes. He's not a Bond That's guy. Not, That's not Pierce blonde, Brosnan. That's not Sean yeah, like, Connery. old friend of mine was just like... He's a blonde Bond. That's, <laughs> that's not right. No, they can't have that. <laughs> right after that movie came out, I was like, dude, dude, that guy's awesome. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, yeah, just let it, let it go. Let it go. And, and it falls in the same the same structure as like the whole Batman Begins and Christopher Nolan and you know like that like that whole again which we've talked to we talked uh, about it at nauseum yeah but it's like that whole idea where it's, you don't you don't expect that character that actor to be able to portray that character really well until you actually see it in motion mm. and then it becomes good what there yeah Keith go. Ledger is the Joker. Heath Ledger. I said Keith Ledger. That's Heath. not the same. Heath, Heath, like Heath Ledger. Bar. Like Heath Bar, exactly. Heath, Heath Bar, Bar Ledger. Ledger. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's weird. Too soon? Um, but uh, that didn't even make sense. Uh, but Heath Ledger is the Joker was another one of those yeah. where it's like, what? no, why Why the hell is he the Joker? And then you watch it and you're like, oh, that's why he was the Joker because yeah. he actually did that well. It's the same thing. Pierce Pierce Brosnan was good as Bond in the 90s. You know, Meh. Roger Moore was good as Bond in the 70s. Sean Connery was good in the 60s. But Daniel Daniel Craig, Craig is the modern day Bond. That's just I feel that like works. he's taking it to a completely different level than right. the other characters have. Right, exactly. And, and that's what I like about you. And it's a good film. And I highly enjoyed it. You should go see it. And you should. You should like, go see it. You should stop listening to this podcast. And go see and it right probably now. Probably go see it. Right now, if you if you haven't. If you haven't seen it, go 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 see it. Go see it because you'll she, she's you'll seen like it. it. <laughs> go see it again. Because <laughs> you'll you'll catch more things. It, go see it again. If you're if you're listening to this right now and you're seeing it. Yeah. I'm applauding you because you can multitask like a son of a bitch. Yes, yes. People, you're obviously, you're being an idiot because you're probably having your headphone up too loud. People are probably hearing this podcast going on in the background. And it's not a commentary track, which is just weird. You know, we could try to give a commentary. Oh, look, Bond's killing someone now. Oh, and now he's drinking. <laughs> and now he's dead. And now he's drinking. But oh, his hands are shaky because he drank so much. Because he's an alcoholic. He's and he has a problem. Here's where Bond shows up at AA. That's what Skyfall I'm actually wa- means. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Bond. <laughs> I have an alcoholic. I have a problem. I have a problem. <laughs> well, with that... Was there anything he else? He really does need to go to it. He AA should meeting. go to it. See, scared. that'd be a good. I am scared for that man. That'd be okay? a good SNL I'm sketch. I am scared. I am scared. <laughs> the man drinks a lot. He he's throwing his life away. He's drinking a lot. Just has sex with so many women. Yep. Which just throws him out willy nilly like I, tissue paper. Yep. And and he just goes around and just kills everyone mercilessly. <laughs> And has a gigantic ego. Exactly. He's, he's not stable. I mean... He's not good. I mean, based upon stuff we've learned from Skyfall, I guess I could understand why, but um, maybe the dude just needs to go see a psychiatrist. James. Jimmy. You need help. You need to come 
You you need to go go seek help right away. Please. Do it for fans. Fans love you. We want to see you continue yes. being a great and great it person. Hurts me. It hurts me. I mean, I know you're you know you're you're sad about Vespa. every time you drink and pick up a bottle or whisk some girl way off to some romantic island and then watch her die in her sleep. Or in a water-submerged elevator. Sure. You know. Yeah. That he could have obviously just, opened the just, door for. Just think. Just think on that. <laughs> think on that. Well, with that. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll call it. Pretty sure that's the end. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, all right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye now. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye. now. Goodbye. Turn it off, Jeff. Turn it I, off. I'm turning. Turn it. Turn I'm, it. Wait, I'm playing stuff Turn now. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.